being a Yeshua for many, many of our Chaylim. Let's continue in the bottom of Kof Mem Ches. Amid Beis, the final stretch, the final week of Mesech Shabbos. Says the Mishnah, One is allowed to count, one is allowed to list all the different guests that he's going to have at the meal, and as well all the different dishes that he's going to have at the meal. But you're not allowed to read a list of your guests or of your dishes at a meal. Which might sound like a Chiddush to people, but if you have a handwritten list, and they say handwritten, because we'll get to that in a moment, a handwritten list, a menu, or whatnot, you're not allowed to read it on Shabbos, we'll see in the Gemara why. You're allowed to cast lots with your children at the table, you're allowed to auction off at some level different parts of the meal, different foods. You can't go, okay, who wants a larger portion, who wants a smaller portion, that you're not allowed to do, but you're allowed to, yes, do, you're allowed to say who wants uh, the bottom of the chicken, who wants the top of the chicken, and then lo- give, make lots of things. We'll see in the Gemara what that means. Similarly, you're allowed to make a lottery for the kachim, portions. So again, let's go straight into the Gemara to figure out exactly what is going on over here. Kofman Tessim and Aleph says the Gemara. My Taimo, what is the reason that you're not allowed to read a menu? Why are you not allowed to lead or, uh, read a list of guests? Says the Gemara, Bibi Amar Gezirah Shemi Yimchaik. One of the many Gezirahs that we have with regard to Hilchas Ksiva writing on Shabbos is that you also not allowed to erase written text on Shabbos. Therefore, if you have a list of Guess a list of dishes. Rashi says you might realize, oh no, we don't have enough food. Oh no, we don't have enough of that uh, for that person. So you might erase him from the list, and therefore, that is the iser. That's what Rava holds. That's what Bibi holds. I'm sorry. No, the reason is that you might come to read other documents. You know, you now read documents in Shabbos. So if you read this type of document, I come to read other types of documents on Shabbos. Before we get into the Gemara, just in one minute or less, just to quickly mention, there's many different Ethereum to this type of uh, idea over here, as we'll see in the Gemara, basically, but one of the bigger ones, which we're not going to see before in the Gemara, is if something is text, something is typed up, because the whole issue here, potentially, is that you might come to erase it, but if you're not going to actually erase it, because you can't erase it, some, some things that we'll see in the Gemara, that Rav Yashiv held was one of the reasons it's a hetter. The other way it's a hetter is if someone is watching you while you read it, so you're not going to come to race. And the third one is if you don't have permission to race things, and this is this comes up by Gabayim and Shuls, if they're reading a list of Chaylim and things like that, maybe Mitzvah's a hetter, maybe not. But again, that is this Isser of not reading things. Gezira, you might come to race them, or Gezira, you might come to read Shtare Het Yaiti. Says the Gemara, maybe now, what is the difference, the practical difference in Abibi and Abaye? Amar, three lines down, it's written on a koisel, it's written on the wall high up. Says the Gemara, we're not afraid you're going to erase it because it's so high up on the wall. According to the Mandarma, it says, ah, if you read this list, you can come to read other documents, then we have to, yes, be concerned. 
Says the Gemara, one second. Why doesn't the Mandarma that holds, you might erase it, hold of the Mandarma, you might come to read other stories. Which is always a question. What's basically what's at the crux of this machlaik? Yes. One Mandarma is afraid you're gonna erase it. One Mandarma is afraid you can read other documents. We brought a case where it's not erasable. Boy, aren't we worried about the other concern? Visu, and furthermore, ask the Gemara, the Shamigim What? Because it's written on the wall high up, we're not afraid you're gonna erase it? Again, another fundamental shayla. Anytime you have a gazir or very often we don't let the reasoning play into the practical ramification. We say there was a gzeira, there's a gzeira. And the Gemara proves that. But Tanim went to the Raisa. Lo yikr la'aranair. We know that you're not allowed to read to candlelight on Shabbos. Vama Rabba, I feel like Even if it's two stories tall, I feel like Gvoy Shtei Mardais, two Mardais tall. I feel like Asara Batim Zal Gavzeh. Even if it's ten houses, one on top of another. Lo yikra. Still, you're not allowed to read it. Why? Because there was a gazir that you might come to play with the candle. Even though it's a tremendous and you're not going to need to play with it, it's a huge fire, etc. Still, there is a gazira. So we see from the words of Rabbah, important to remember that name, because Sigmar is going to end off, Lamaskan at the very end of the Ahmad. That's Machlech is in this opinion, but we see according to Rabbah, what is Allah when there's a gazira, there's a gazira. So why are we saying because the Ksav is written on the wall up high, you're not going to come to erase it? There was a gazira. Ella says, Sigmar, you're right, noob shot. Ella ikabinayu, a new practical ramification between these two opinions is Tekasava Koisel Umitsi. That what? You wrote it on the wall and it is low down. It's low down. Lamadamar Shemiyim Chai Khashinan. It's low down. It's right here on the wall. You were on the wall. You can come and erase it. Ah, but according to Mandarma that says, what are we concerned? That if you start reading menus, if you start reading lists, you're going to come to read other documents. Why not? It's too removed. You're sitting and reading something from a wall. You're not going to come and make a mistake and go read a book and go read a legal contract. It's too removed and therefore he's not concerned. So Gemara now says, okay, you answered one of the problems. We now flip the tables. According to Mandarma, that says we're afraid. You're going to come to read legal documents. Why aren't we afraid? You're going to come erase it. Hello, Gemara says, okay, you're right. This attempt number three. It's carved in. Something that's not erasable. There's no concern. You can't erase it. It's carved into the wall. We're yes concerned. And this is, as I mentioned in the beginning, this is where Rabbi Yashif came from that said something like text. You can't erase it. You, you can cross it out, you can't erase it. And that's, he learned that similar to being chaykik into the wall, is going to be if you type something up and you print it out, that's something that's not erasable. But again, back to the Gemara, the Gemara now asks, Again, now let's flip it around. Korn's of Dharma says you might come to erase it, and we're saying in this case it's not erasable because it's carved into the wall. Why are we afraid? Very good, you're not going to erase it, but you might come to read other things. Maybe you'll answer me similarly like we said before. That we don't have to be concerned that you're going to make a mistake and confuse. And come to read something if you come to read of something that's carved in. But time you learn to the Raisa. Not like that. You're allowed to count how many people are inside, how many people are outside, and how many portions you're going to put in front of them. You're allowed to read from, there's a list of the wall, a list of all the different guests that you're allowed to read. But you're not allowed to read from a list that's on the tavla or a pinkus that's carved in. What's going on? If it's just written on the pinkest, it's written on the ledger, and it's written on the wall, what's the difference? 
must be that it's carved in. Vikotani, and yet we said, you're allowed to yes read. So what's going on? We see that we are concerned about that. Says the Gemara, Really, what are we talking about? It's Iksav on the wall and it's high up. We're going back to the original answer, the answer that we said three lines in from the top of the Hamad. And you asked us, what was the question? Rabba! Rabba taught us when we came to the candle, we're concerned you didn't come to play with it, even if it's very tall, we're concerned. The Rabba! The Rabba Tanoim. No, it's a machlekes Tanoim. The Tanya we learned in Avraisa. Ma'ina Adam as Archav as Varbraisa Mipiv. You let a count. Our Mishnah said you let a count. You let a list. All the different guests, all the different different shoes with your mouth. Avaloi minaksav. Rav Acha Matir Mikhsav Shal Gabeya Koisel. Rav Acha Loud. If it's written on the wall, says the Gemara. Echi Dami. What's the case? Elim Dukasim Mikhta. If it's written lower down, Lechashem Yivchayk. You need to come to erase it. Allah the cost of a milli must be whose rain high up. Ushmamino, the rabba tanoi, shmamino. So the Gemara's maskana is that rabba's a machlegis tanoiim. And we have machlegis tanoiim, whether we say basically a low plug, whether we say that once there was a gzeira, it applies across the board, like in the case of rabba by playing with the candle. Do we say that in our case or not? After proving that this din of rabba, whether we say it's a low plug, is a machlegis tanoiim, the Gemara now comes along and extends that. The honey tanoi, honey tanoi, off of the Gemara will do that. That these tanoiim, more like these tanoiim, the tanoi we learned in the Raisa. You're not to look at a mirror on Shabbos. Interesting, didn't? If the mirror's on the wall, you're allowed to look at it. Sounds like a funny riddle over here. Why, if it's on the wall, you're allowed to read from it? The reason is that the because on the way to get your scissors, you'll remember. Ah, so what's going on? So Rashi explains what's going on over here is you look in the mirror, you notice, oh wait, there's a little hair out of place, a little beard here out of place. So you're going to come to cut it off. So if the mirror is on the wall, then when you're going to look to get the scissors to cut it, you'll remember it's Shabbos. Says the Gemara. Uh, Ask the Gemara, one second. You're looking at a mirror. It's not on the wall. So you realize, ah, here at a place, you go get a scissor. You also remember it. Says the Gemara. With a metal mirror. A mirror that served the function of a scissor. So we're worried if you're holding it and you see a hair at a place... Take the mirror and just cut it off. But if it's on the wall, we wouldn't do that. Why is the metal mirror awesome? Because when you come to remove these uh, floating hairs, and the same way, whether we extend this gazira or not, it's going to be the same achlekes that we had by us. If you want to see, Rashi speaks it out. Rashi says, um, Rashi says, no, Rashi just explains the case that we just spoke about, that we're afraid that you're going to come to go and cut it off, but if, you, if you're going to remember, then we're not worried. And again, it's going to be the same thing. Do we make Xera across the board, or do we say, no, it's practical. If you're going to remind yourself, therefore you're not going to come to cut off the hair, then there will be no Xera, it will be the same. There's a picture on the wall, and under the wall is a caption of Ksav that's underneath the picture. Or under a statue. Also, the Christ of Shabbos, you're not allowed to read the caption on Shabbos. And the, and the statue itself? You can't even look at it during the week. You should not look at their God. And therefore, here we learn that that which is used in the Zara statues and whatnot. 
you should not look at. And the captions also are afraid that you should not come to read them on Shabbos. Ma'abas Adam has been nice. Now we move along to the second part of the Mishnah. And again, how these things apply a Lachla Maisa. We mentioned in the beginning some of the prayer ramifications, but the extension is a little bit difficult. We'll leave it for now. Ma'abas Adam in So we said in the Mishnah that you got to make a lottery with your kids or different types of food. Says the Gemara, what's the obvious implication in Banav Ubnei Beisayin? You're only allowed to make this lottery with your children, but not with other people. My time all, why not? What are you doing? You're, like, you're saying, who wants the bottom? Who wants the top? What are you doing wrong? Says the Gemara, three lines to the bottom. People who are magbed on each other. People, they live together, but they're very specific on every dot, every piece dot of milk, every piece of bread, etc. We know what they're over. Over Misham, and Tasis points out, doesn't mean they're actually over. It means they could be over. It seems like it's Machlik's Vishayim here. Anyways, Over Misham Mita, because of weight, well, because of measurement, Misham Mishkan, because of weight, Misham Minion and numbers, Misham Love and Upar and Beyontif. And they're going to come to borrow and lend the concept that we already started seeing. But if these people are Makhbid, then they're for sure going to be over on borrowing and paying on Yantif. Ribis, why? Because they're going to borrow a piece of bread, and then when they pay it back, the dot of weed is going to go up a job, and they're going to be over on ribis because they're makbid. Iachi says the Gemara, and that's the reason why. I'm sorry. So in the Mishnah, taught us that Bonavabene Besa, you're allowed to raffle off the different pieces of meat, but other people who are makbid on each other, you're not allowed to. Ask the Gemara, Iachi, Bonavabene Besa, Nami. They should also be. We should also be careful. Why isn't it ribis with them? Says the Gemara, Bonavabene Besa, I knew Taimak, an interesting idea. You're allowed to lend your children with ribbis. No one leave yet. Why? They like iman tam ribbis. They should taste what it, what happens when you get ribbis. And obviously the Rishonim is speaking out. Why? Because the father owns everything. Obviously you're not doing real ribbis. You're doing it's like a play ribbis, and you're showing the kids tam ribbis. You show the kid what it feels like to have to pay back more, etc. But it's obviously not real because the father owns everything. So says the Gemara, and that's the reason why the same reason in our Mishnah you let a lottery things off to the children. Iachi four lines down. Why did the Mishnah say? Hey, they only let a raffle off if it's equal sizes. But if the whole reason is that the father owns everything, then you should even be allowed to raffle off not equal sizes. Answers the Gemara, you're right. Noob Chan the Mishnah. The Chasuri Mechsa, we have to insert some words in the Mishnah. Six lines down. You let a raffle things off at the table. Even large portions versus smaller portions. My time up. Have you done that when it comes to the children, the father owns everything, so it's allowed. In Banavu Bnei in that's only with your own children. In Achirim Loi, my time of Rabbi Dimer Shmuel, cause Rabbi Dimer Shmuel, like we said, that people are makbid. Money Gedoyle, can I get money Gedana? Af Bechol Achirim Aser, my time Rishon Kovya, cause the form of gambling. Therefore, that is forbidden. Matilin Cholshin. So we concluded the Mishnah. And the end of the Mishnah, we said you had to be Matil and Cholshin, which said you had to make lotteries on these uh, Karbanais and Yantif. My Avaloyal Samanais, so Gemara asks, what do you mean, but not for the portions? I'm Rav Yaakov, Bray, Devas Yaakov, Avaloy, Alamanais, Shalcho, Biyantif. You're not allowed to, during the week, the weekday Karbanais, raffle those off on Yantif. Says Marab Shita, of course not. It's Yantif now. Ma'ahu, the Tema, you would have thought, Ha'ulik, Seb. 
were quarrelous, they were very they were prone to fights. I feel maybe we would give a special dispensation and allow them to raffle off even the weekday karbanos on Shabbos. Kamash Malan says the Mishnah that no, you would not be allowed to do that. And I want to in the, the mode of Rabbi Yaakov, of Bray, we quote him a few more times, says the Gemara, about uh, four lines after the two dots, 12, 13 lines into the Gemara, first one on line is any time that a friend is punished because of you, if you are the cause of a friend to be punished, and we'll see, it might even be if you did nothing wrong, but you cause someone else to get a punishment, you're not going to go into the machita of the confinement of Hashem. Minol. And it says, how do you know that? A few options. The Basik says, Hashem said, this is by Achav. Hashem's talking to the Malachim. And Hashem said, who's going to be the one to entice Achav? Vayal. Vayipol. And cause it to go up and fall. Vayamos killer, And Ramos killer. Vayoymer. Zebachai v'zebachai. And each angel said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Vayetar Ruach. Then a certain angel, a certain spirit came. Vayamur l'thnei Hashem. And he said in front of Hashem. Vayoymer. Ani afateno. I'll be the one. Vayoymer, and he went, Eitzay, and he, and I'm sorry, and the Ruach said, this angel said, you know what I'm going to do? Vayoymer, Eitzay, Vayoymer, Eitzay, Ruach, Sheker, Bifi, and I'm going to be a lying spirit to Achav, Kol Neviyav, Vayoymer, Tefateh, and Hashem said, Tefateh, entice him, Vakam Tuchel, and you'll be able to, say, Vasekin, go and do it. Says the Gemara, Vayamrinon, and we explained, my Ruach, what does it mean it was a Ruach? Amr Rav Yechelen said, Ruach shall know a voice. This is the spirit of no voice. Might say, what does it mean that Hashem said to him, say, go out? Amr Rav, say, Memechitzasi, Hashem threw him out. Hashem said, leave my Mechitza. What do we see? So the Gemara says, is it right to the say that we just said? He caused someone else to get a punishment. He caused Achav, who of course was deserving of a punishment. Achav was a terrible Rasha. But he caused Achav to get the punishment. So he himself, this angel at some level, whatever these things mean, has to leave the Mechitza of Hashem. Says Gemara, one second, maybe the reason is not because he caused Achav to, do, to get a punishment, but because he says, one who, the Pasuk teaches us, one who tells Shikarim lies, is not going to stay in front of Hashem. So maybe he did not have anything to do with the fact that he caused Achav to get a punishment. Maybe the reason is because he was a liar. So Gemara says, this is not a proof. Let's try again. El another proof. The Pasik says, You satiated with shame and not honor. You as well should drink and the RL. So the Mara explains what's going on over here. The first part of the post that says that you satiated with shame and not honor. This refers to Zanabuchanetzer. You should drink and the uncircumcised Sitkio. This is Sitkio. So Sitkio, who obviously was a good guy, he was called an RL uncircumcised. You know why? Because he caused Nebuchadnezzar shame. Nebuchadnezzar, as we'll see in a moment, was a terrible Russia. But we see Sitkio at some level is called a bad person because he caused Nebuchadnezzar to get a punishment. Mar says, what's the proof? Chada, number one, the Kulikra Nebuchadnezzar. It's not true. The Apostle that talked about Sitkio, talking about Nebuchadnezzar. Void and second of all, Sitkiyo Sadika. He was righteous. My Havilah the Mebet. What should Sitkiyo have done? Damar Rabbi Damar Rabbi Shachar Biki Shachar Biki Shachar Biki Shachar Biki Shachar Biki Shachar When Nebuchadnezzar wanted to do this to Sitkiyo, he wasn't able to do anything. He had at some level his hands tied up. He didn't do anything wrong. And therefore, it can't be that Sitkiyo was punished for that. Says the Gemara El Meyacha. A third attempt. Says the Gemara. Gamen Oisha Tzadik Loi Taif. To punish the Tzadik for punish the Tzadik for saying that it's not good. What does it mean, loy taif? Ain loy taif el ra. Means it was ra. Uksev ki loy kel chafez resha atal loy gurcha ra. 
You're not a Shem. You're not a God that likes wicked. Evil doesn't live with you. And you don't live with the evil. So what do we see? That the evil doesn't live with Hashem. And what was the evil one who was low type? One that caused someone else to get punished. And this is the proof to the statement of Yaakov that we saw. That someone who causes someone else to get punished, he himself is, is kicked out at some level of the Mechitza from Hashem. Says the Gemara, my mashma. So now we go back to Nebuchadnezzar for a moment, and we'll finish with this. We're four lines before the wide lines. My mashma, the high chalosh and listen to the poor you. The Mishnah said chaloshim refers to lots. How do we know that the word chalosh refers to lots? The said, Echnafalta Mishamayim Hillel, it was fallen from heaven. Hillel, the shining one. Ben Sheikhar, Nigaratul Arish, Chaylish al Gayim. You've been cut down to the ground. The one that was Chaylish cast lots on the Gayim. Amr Abba Ravuna, Melami, Shayamitul Pur al Gadeli Malchus. The siege of the Muchanetzer used to cast lots on the Gadeli Malchus, on the kings that the Muchanetzer would capture. For what? This Russia laid that Isa ben Yemish al Mishkav Zachar, which person he was going to do Mishkav Zachar with that day. So we see the word Chaylish means lots. The Mark continues to Xiv Komalchi Gayim Kulam, all the kings. Amr Abba Yechon, Shanachum Mishkav Zachar, when the Muchanetzer died, then the kings were able to rest. They no longer were abused by Nebuchadnezzar with Mishkav Zachar. The first white line, all the days of that Russia, Nebuchadnezzar, no laughter was found. The earth has come calm and quiet after Nebuchadnezzar died. They burst forth in Son Until this moment, there was no arena, there was no song. The house of that Russia, Nebuchadnezzar, and demons will dance there so as we see the evils of Nebuchadnezzar we'll start from here and we'll pick up tomorrow with some more of the uh, different uh, limudim and different things about Nebuchadnezzar